Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Proverbs chapter 17. Better a dry crust with peace and quiet than a house full of feasting with strife. A prudent servant will rule over a disgraceful son and will share the inheritance as one of the family. The crucible for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the heart. A wicked person listens to deceitful lips. A liar pays attention to a destructive tongue. Whoever mocks the poor shows contempt for their maker. Whoever gloats over disaster will not go unpunished. Children's children are a crown to the aged, and parents are the pride of their children. Eloquent lips are unsuited to a godless fool. How much worse lying lips to a ruler. A bribe is seen as a charm by the one who gives it. They think success will come at every turn. Whoever would foster love covers an offense, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. A rebuke impresses a discerning person more than a hundred lashes a fool. Evildoers foster rebellion against God. The messenger of death will be sent against them. Better to meet a bear robbed of her cubs than to meet a fool bent on folly. Evil will never leave the house of one who pays back evil for good. Starting a quarrel is like breaching a dam, so drop the matter before a dispute breaks out. Acquitting the guilty and condemning the innocent, the Lord detests them both. Why should fools have money in hand to buy wisdom when they are not able to understand it? A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. One who has no sense shakes hands in pledge, and puts up security for a neighbor. Whoever loves a quarrel loves sin. Whoever builds a high gate invites destruction. One whose heart is corrupt does not prosper. One whose tongue is perverse falls into trouble. To have a fool for a child brings grief. There is no joy for the parent of the godless fool. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. The wicked accept bribes in secret to pervert the course of justice. A discerning person keeps wisdom in view, but a fool's eyes wander to the ends of the earth. A foolish son brings grief to his father and bitterness to the mother who bore him. If imposing a fine on the innocent is not good, surely to flog honest officials is not right. 
The one who has knowledge uses words with restraint, and whoever has understanding is even-tempered. Even fools are thought wise if they keep silent, and discerning if they hold their tongues. So a lot of excellent principles and um, instructions for life here. I like this first verse. It, it essentially, to me, speaks of a happy home versus an unhappy home. Verse 1, better a dry crust with peace and quiet than a house full of feasting with strife. In other words, peace and quiet in your own home is so important. Even if you're poor and you don't have a lavish, bountiful diet available to you because of your finances, you really are in a much better position with peace and quiet in your home and uh, simple food than someone who is in a house full of strife and has lavish food and banquets and even an exorbitant lifestyle. Exorbitant lifestyle doesn't bring happiness, but peace and quiet and contentment have great value. The Lord um, uh, mentions in one of these verses that he tests our hearts. And in my understanding, it's with the trials of life. This is the verse, verse 3. The crucible for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the heart. In other words, the trials of life are like a furnace or a crucible in forging us and bringing the impurities and things to the surface. The New Testament has similar wording to this. But the Lord is interested in our hearts. And um, I won't say the Lord brings difficult things against us. Most of the, the difficult things we face are just conditions of our humanity. But the Lord absolutely observes how we handle difficulties. He's always evaluating our hearts and how we respond. And so the trials of life uh, do test our heart, and the Lord is observing. There's a word of warning about being happy when other people suffer. Verse 5, whoever mocks the poor shows contempt for their maker. Whoever gloats over disaster will not go unpunished. And so um, uh, it's good not to make fun of people that are not as well-to-do or as well-off in other ways as you are. Love always keeps confidential matters between friends, and Proverbs 17, verse 9 speaks to that. Whoever would foster love covers an offense, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. So don't, uh, don't be a gossip. Don't be a talebearer. Don't share things that you know in confidence. Also, don't be a quarrelsome person. Verse 14, starting a quarrel is like breaching a dam. So drop the matter before a dispute breaks out. So in breaching a dam, it starts with a trickle and then it um, uh, becomes a deluge. The same with starting a quarrel. It um, starts very small, but then if it continues, it becomes a, a great deluge of offense and trouble. So don't be quarrelsome. There's a neat observation on friendship that I have found uh, to be true in my own life. Verse 17, a friend loves at all time and a brother is born for a time of adversity. And this brother could be your natural brother or your spiritual brother, but people that are really spiritual family, they come to their highest and best relationship with us at times of difficulty, not in times of bounty and triumph and plenty and abundance, but in difficult situations, that's when you really know who your friends are. Um, there's a word in verse 22 that 
is repeated in various ways in the Proverbs. Essentially, it says joy is good for your health. Verse 22, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. And once again, I think um, uh, you've seen evidence of that in people's lives. A cheerful heart is good medicine. Now, the last few verses of this proverb um, taken together speak about um, using your words with caution, not to be overly talkative, uh, to be one who observes more and talks less. Someone told me a long time ago that there's um, something called the 80-20 rule. If you've never heard of that, it operates like this. You've been given two eyes and two ears and one mouth. And so by percentages, 40% of your perception is your eyes, 40% of your perceptions are your ears, and 20% um, are devoted to your mouth. Therefore, you should spend 40% of your time observing with your eyes, 40% of your time observing with your ears, and only 20% of time uh, running your mouth. And this, um, this proverb, these two verses, seems to bear that out. Verse 27, the one who has knowledge uses words with restraint, and whoever has understanding is even-tempered. Even fools are thought to be wise if they keep silent, and thought to be discerning if they hold their tongues. So, Lord, um, first of all, we want to be wise with our words. Lord, we want to listen well and be people who hear what others are saying. Lord, uh, it is important that we share when it's time to share. But Lord, don't let us be among those that dominate conversations. So many people um, uh, carry on conversations in a way that it's difficult to get a, a word in edgewise. And sooner or later, people grow tired of being around that type of person. God, help us to observe with our eyes, observe with our ears, and uh, speak when necessary with our mouths. Lord, uh, we pray that we would be good friends, that we would hold confidential matters between friends. We pray that we would be those, Lord, who are born for a time of adversity when our friends are in difficult situations. Help us, Lord, be godly people in every aspect of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.